Welcome to OCD Whisperer Podcast, where we talk about all things OCD. The show is for educational purposes and is not intended to replace professional mental health care. Here's your host, Christina Orlova. Hello and welcome to OCD Whisperer Podcast. I'm your host, Christina Orlova. So I want to dive today into talking a bit about perfectionism. I don't know how many of you out there are dealing with this, but I will say this is definitely something that I have struggled with in terms of my manifestation of OCD. Um, I think I've mentioned on some episodes that I definitely deal with relationship OCD, perfectionism, um, feeling like you know doing something wrong and, and feeling like things are just not quite right or things are off. Um, I will say, you know, it's always a discovery and an incredible process when working and, and specializing in this um, in OCD, but also having OCD yourself because through, throughout the years and, and times of my life and experiences, I've definitely found myself having moments where it's like a layered, layered kind of experience, like peeling an onion where there's something else that I might suddenly connect and go, oh my gosh, how come I didn't put that together? Um, so it's really, it's just interesting living with OCD. I think it's not like a you know, one thing that you uncover and then you're kind of done. It's this evolving process. Um, So let's get into perfectionism. So what is it? I believe that we all can understand that, you know, as as we're growing up in whatever society and parts of the world, um, you know, typically at home or at school, at society at large, there's going to be some standards that are going to be had either, you know, by your family or by your your immediate family. kind of social circle or by the city you're living in. Um, and so standards typically, you know, are things like the things you're looking for to, you know, achieve, to get done. It could be something as simple as, you know, getting up and getting dressed for the day or making sure that you're getting your homework done or getting to work on time. Um, and usually these kind of things are actually useful, right? Because they get us to get up and get going. What can become problematic is when some of these standards um, in some of these pieces that, that we use to help us have structure, motivation, direction in life that are actually helpful when they actually become um, unrealistic, when they become things that are, are so, um, there's, there's no flexibility, where they become so unhelpful um, that that's where perfectionism in that way um, really becomes a problem. So we really can say that perfectionism is kind of on a spectrum, that it's not just this one thing where I expect everything to be perfect. It's where we can look at it as like helpful and unhelpful perfectionism. So you can say like helpful perfectionism might be something like I have high but achievable standards, right? So maybe I have high standards, but they are actually realistic. There are things that can be achieved um, and can be strived towards. Unhelpful perfectionism is when you have extremely high standards, and they're so extremely high that they may even become unrealistic standards. So an example might be like I might have high um, high standards in my relationships where I really, you know, want to be truthful and forthcoming. But I'm um, an unhelpful perfectionism element in that example might be where I expect my partner to always unrelentlessly, no matter what. Uh, be doing things perfectly and never make mistakes, 
right? You can hear the difference there where one is aiming for something that is like a value also and, and really holding it to this high standard of, um, you know, being in truth and being honest. And the other one is where there cannot be any mistake and this, there's this um, heavy expectation placed on a partner. That's just one example of how we can see the spectrum of helpful and unhelpful perfectionism. So when you're dealing with this in your life, you kind of want to be looking for things that could give you a clue that this might be a problem. So some clues might be things like having high standards that are really difficult to achieve or even maintain. So maybe you did achieve, you know, a really high standard, but then you really can't actually maintain it over time. So that would be a clue that maybe, maybe you want to kind of rethink um, how you want to perceive that situation. Maybe the other thing is being this inner critic. So in, in people who deal with perfectionism, um, there's this concept of this inner voice, right? And our inner voice, that inner part of ourselves can become really harsh. So if you are, if your inner critic is really criticizing you when you don't meet some standards, that's going to be also a clue that this might be a problem. If you're fearing failure, or if you feel like you're always failing, even when you look at things like, oh, no, well, actually, my grades are fine. Um, or maybe I am performing at work. But on the flip side of that, it might be that I am actually, because I feel like I need to get everything done so perfectly, otherwise it's not going to meet my standard, that then I procrastinate. And because of that, I'm now actually falling behind or now things are suffering at work or maybe my grades. Um, now that, again, would be a problem. If you're somebody who maybe also doesn't really take into account achievements that you have actually had. So folks with perfectionism really have this tendency to have to think in this all or nothing thinking. So they don't really look or acknowledge where they have made achievements and they have taken strides. So if you're discounting the positive, then that might also be something to look out for. Um, the other thing I would say is if you're really pushing yourself to a point where you're feeling super overwhelmed and exhausted, so you might have great intentions, but you're doing things in such a way where you're constantly getting to a place of burnout and it's hard to kind of shake it off and it's hard to then get up and go again. And then what that does actually, it fuels that inner critic. And then you might start to criticize yourself and judge yourself like, oh my God, you know, well, I'm terrible or I suck or this isn't good enough. Um, and so it becomes more difficult to maintain um, any success. And now, of course, that will impact your self-esteem. So those are just some of the things to look for if you are dealing with perfectionism issues um, in your experience and, and that this would, these would be signs that it's on the unhelpful side. So in OCD with perfectionism, it, it kind of can come together in this cluster that's usually under like chess rights, symmetry, order, and perfectionism. The other thing I will say about perfectionism is that in general, folks with OCD have a harder time with flexibility. In general, people with OCD really prefer um, kind of lean towards wanting things to just kind of stay the same, be a certain way. Um, and there's a certain rigidity that can be present. And so if you're also dealing with perfectionism, you definitely can be having this all or nothing kind of thinking. Everything's black and white. And so you don't, you don't realize that there is sometimes a gray area and, and, and or even allowing yourself to be in that gray area of saying, well, what is it like if maybe I just do something that's good enough, 
versus doing it perfectly all the time. And then am I overly focused on that, on getting something done so perfectly all the time that I'm actually missing actually getting it done. So we want to look at those kind of places because that means we have some internal rules that we've created of what we deem as okay or not okay. And so a lot of times what we have to practice is, is bringing in a little more flexibility into our day-to-day experience. And literally, I mean, practicing flexibility. So looking throughout your day and thinking like, how can I actually practice being more flexible, maybe in a decision that I'm making, or how can I practice maybe um, doing something that's a little going to be a little bit off or imperfect or doing something in a way where I um, maybe make some small mistake. And then another thing is practicing actually, um, you know, basically celebrating your successes and achievements, right? Practicing literally pausing and looking at, well, wait a second, what have I actually done? Like taking stock of the things you have actually accomplished and no matter how small or big they are, right? Because again, some perfectionism can tend to say, well, those things don't count. They're really small. They're they're barely anything. They're really not a big deal. But these other things, if I could just get those, right? So we, we create this divide. And so we want to be able to catch ourselves and say, well, wait a minute, why am I creating that divide? Right. We don't want to have a divide. We want to say, wait a minute, let me count all of my achievements and successes and start practicing with small ones and work your way up to bigger ones. Again, we often forget and, and we kind of really focus on this one narrow little um, zone and look at all the things that are going bad and wrong and, and continue to criticize ourselves and judge ourselves um, and really take ourselves down. And of course, when you do all that, how are you going to feel? You're going to feel anxious. You're going to feel like really under pressure and all that pressure. A lot of it is also, you know, self-induced. You'll feel probably tired. You might feel super guilty or kind of stuck or frozen, or you might feel really agitated, even a bit angry. You might even feel depressed. All of those are usually things that people feel when they're dealing with this. Um, And um, you might even then, you know, spend time kind of really brooding over, you know, any kind of mistakes or flaws and performance. Um, and, and or if you, let's say, got any kind of feedback that was critical, you know, instead of being able to kind of really step back and take it in and, and integrate it, you might just be ruminating on it. Um, so those are all different things that I'd want you to be aware of, of when perfectionism becomes really unhelpful. And you really want to be looking at your behaviors. What are you doing? You know, are you always li- looking for some sort of reassurance? Are you really approaching every task overly cautiously and overly thoroughly? Are you spending an excessive amount of time planning or making lists for things? Or are you postponing uh, postponing things that need to be done? Um, you know, are you, are you prioritizing like smaller tasks, um, that aren't really that relevant or are you maybe saying that, well, I need to do even better next time when you've already done really well. Um, you know, so those are kind of the behaviors you might be looking for, um, to recognize that, you know, maybe those behaviors are not that helpful. So I invite you, you know, as you've listened to this to, if this is something you think you're dealing with, you know, take a moment and take, take some stock, like pay attention this, this coming week to your own behaviors and your thoughts um, and your feelings and take a look at, you know, does any of this stuff come up for me? Do I find myself having those kind of, that kind of inner critical dialogue with myself? Do I find myself, you know, either procrastinating or overly um, excessively planning or, 
um, or maybe I'm massively avoiding or constantly needing reassurance about the quality of my kind of work or performance, you know, and how am I feeling with all this? Am I feeling like maybe very quick to be angered because it's not perfect. It's not exactly the way I want it. Or am I feeling, um, you really kind of stuck or frozen, or am I feeling anxious and agitated or depressed? Like, like take a, take a look at yourself over this week and really take that stock to see, you know, what is actually going on? How is this a problem in my life? What is it actually affecting? You know, is, is, am I actually getting things done the way I like? Am I actually moving forward in the way that I'd like to move forward, whether it's work, relationships, your studies, maybe your, you know, how how you, your appearance, your health, whatever it is, whatever domain of life you're dealing with. But, you know, are you really in a state of place of kind of balance and some flexibility or is there a lot of rigidity um so thanks for listening i hope you found this helpful and um, as always i will see you in the next one thank you for listening to ocd whisperer podcast to get additional support with ocd and have your personal questions answered whether you were newly diagnosed got through treatment and need help maintaining progress or you can't afford treatment, visit Christina's on-demand Mastering OCD membership at masteringocd.com.